What's up, man? Holy shit. What? You, uh, you a streamer? Uh, not exactly. It is unreal how clear your voice is. That is like studio quality. Yeah, man, I'm in the studio right now. I'm actually, uh, doing some recording for trying to find my next episode of my podcast. Oh, yeah? What's your podcast? It's what we're doing right now. Um, okay. Amigo okay. has evolved a lot since I was younger. And uh, I'm starting to notice there's a lot of interesting conversations you can have with people. And me just, yeah. uh, you know, having a studio and doing the things I do with audio and vocals and stuff. I figure why not uh, take the inspiration I'm receiving from the Internet and see if I can spread it to others. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah, man. I'm blown away at how, cl how, cl how clear the audio is, even over, like, the stream, you know. Like, I would yeah. have thought that it would have been degraded by Omegle's, like, uh, whatever the hell. But Oh, no, nah, man. I'm running really the sound good. card and everything. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. so, so what's up? You down? You interested? Or are you going to skip on? Yeah, sure. I'll talk. Awesome. Hey, on this episode of Talking With Strangers, we sit with a man from Canada, and he tells us about the role he thinks technology will play in the future of politics, the global economy, and society as a whole. So stick around, and I hope you enjoy. Um, yeah. Do you want me to do like quick life story? Is that uh, is that what you're so what you're looking for? No, yeah, that'd be great, man. Tell me, talk about whatever you want, dude. This is you. This is all you. Yeah, I spent. If there's something uh, you want the world to hear, they might hear it. Uh, I did. I spent like uh, half my life in Calgary, half my uh, half my life in Montreal. I uh, went back to Montreal for school, came back to Calgary for work. And then I wasn't really doing, I was making money, but I wasn't really doing what I liked doing. And I ended up uh, quitting and going traveling for a few years. Yeah. And uh, after that, I started my own company. And for the past four years, I've been working on that. And really? It's, uh, yeah, it's incredibly difficult. And uh, yeah. But it's. I think we're just, just getting to the... Uh, the part where it starts to get good hopefully it's it's you know there's still a lot of difficult parts coming up but it's no longer uh the darkness that it was in for the past you're, few years you're, you're, so you're no longer good. starting a small business right and that's the hard yeah. part <laughs> yeah i'm no we're no longer like struggling to feed ourselves we can now like eat food so uh um, what is, is it nice. what field are you in what is it that you do uh i'm in i'm a programmer so yeah. uh my uh, my first job was in digital forensics and e-discovery, um, which is uh, anytime you like go to court um, for civil or criminal uh, litigation, you, if you want to present digital evidence, that evidence has to go through experts, and we were those experts. Um, okay. So that was my first job. So you, you basically fun, dig up cool. the digital paper trail. Paper trail. That's yeah, exactly. Okay. Yep, exactly. Yeah, cool. that's a very good way to put it. Um. Yeah, so we I, uh, I did that for three years, and it was uh, it was fun. There was it was cool. There was lots of interesting work at first, um, but after a while, it kind of gets a little repetitive. I found, and I wasn't getting to program at all. It was all uh, more just like careful handling of evidence and careful like documenting of findings and yeah. uh, you know like running basic searches like search for this keyword or search for that yeah. keyword or uh, is, is it like a certain uh, like type of case or something that just comes up all the time and that's just that's the bread yep. and butter and you get tired of yep. doing uh, <laughs> yeah wrongful what? dismissal suits wrongful dismissal um, yeah so someone will get fired um 
and the, they will say you dismissed me dismissed me wrongfully and the company will say here's their computer prove we didn't um and usually it's because you know like so many people there's so much porn everyone is on porn all the time it was mostly looking at porn it was mostly like documenting because Every, like porn. you know yeah because it's like you know it's like vice presidents of companies and they're just like log in every morning 9 a.m like pornhub.com for like four years two hours every day every morning um and it's just like hey man you can't do that at work that's not okay yeah, I, don't, I don't get that man because like um me neither me neither like, yeah i mean i have a phone you know like yeah i thought most people just use their phone nowadays yeah, it's habit. I think it's habit. It's, so, so uh, with that, I know, um, like at, at some jobs I've been at, signing on to the Wi-Fi at work, they say even yeah. if even if you're on your own device, there's certain things that you can't look up over our Wi-Fi. Will that show and um, what you're looking for too, even if it's not on the everything, device? Everything that you, every URL you visit is open to them. So if you're and you, they can probably find out who you are um, based on like your device name um, or like device information. They might even have right. like an account. Like if you're logging in on their Wi-Fi, then they definitely know who you are. Um, so they can see every URL you visit and mm -hmm. anywhere you go. If it has uh, HTTPS, um, yeah. Are you familiar with like HTTP versus HTTPS? No, I'm not that um, savvy. <laughs> if you like click up right now on the uh, on, on the Omegle at the top of this address bar or at yeah. the top of some other address bar, yeah. and then you just like highlight it and then just hit the left arrow, uh, the left arrow key, it's you'll HTTPS. see it says HTTPS. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That S stands for secure. Um, so what that means is that the traffic between leaving your computer to Omegle servers is encrypted, meaning no one can read it. Okay. So if you were on Wi-Fi visiting Omegle, all they would know is you visited Omegle.com and there were a bunch of there's a bunch of traffic traveling back and forth and they have like no visibility into, into it's what basically what. just timestamps when you got there and when you left. Yep. Exactly. Uh, and, and like the traffic in between, um, but they can't see what it is. So they can just see it's stuff. Um, but if that S isn't there, then they can see everything. Gotcha. So if, if it's just blank HTTP, mostly just like don't do anything on your work computer that you don't want your boss seeing and assume that your boss can see anything you do on your work computer. Gotcha. That makes sense. Uh, that's like a very safe assumption. Yeah. So what, what that, uh, makes me want to bring up next and forgive me for shifting gears this hard but uh bitcoin oh my god dude i can't talk about it look <laughs> I, if you're taking your podcast in that direction by all means go for it but i can't i was just to, i'm gonna just do my experience with bitcoin real quick and then i'm gonna change topics okay um i'm still gonna I, at least say the thing that i wanted to say but we can okay I, okay 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 because I'm when not going to try to incriminate you or nothing, but go for it. So when I was when I was in university in 2010, Bitcoin was 10 cents, and I was on forums and like reading about it, and I was like, "Wow, this is cool!" And I was like, "I'm pretty sure this is cool." And I called a couple of friends because I was super poor and had no money. I was like, "We should put like a couple of hundred dollars into this," and they're all like, "You're an idiot." And uh, I didn't yeah. have really any money. I should have put in like 20 bucks, but I didn't. Um, yeah. And yeah. 
you'd oh, be like I, a fucking I, millionaire now. But I have the record of those conversations of me and my, like me trying to convince my friends to like loan yeah. me a bit of money or go in yeah. with me or so whatever. And they're all like, no, this is dumb. <laughs> no, yeah. And but now, it, now they now all get to live worth, with it. Yeah. Now it's worth what? Forty, forty five thousand dollars somewhere in there, yeah, depending yeah, on yeah. when you look. Yep, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay, go. What what do you have to say about Bitcoin? Yeah. Oh no. I'm and I'm and I'm sure you know the the realm I'm leaning <laughs> I'm leaning into here. But us being on Omega, I'm sure you're familiar with the dark web, and yes. and the numerous amount of transactions that happen in Bitcoin that are untraceable. But yeah. so uh, I guess, and, and I don't want any insight on it or anything like that. I don't even know where I'm leaning with this, but you being a programmer and being in cyber forensics and that sort of thing, was that a, a common thing that would come up like, you know, oh, well, we, we can trace this up until here and now it's in Bitcoin and we don't know what the fuck's going on or how does that, how does yeah, that work? Well, um, I never had to deal with tracing any Bitcoin transactions, um, but certainly you can't, um, or like, I don't know if you know how the cryptography around blockchain works, um, but you can like you can see you it, all transactions are publicly recorded in Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. So they're all permanent and public. Um, so you can watch where money flows to. So you can tell which accounts are connected to which other accounts. Mm -hmm. But there are some dedicated accounts that are just laundering or just like cleaning the money. So they're yeah. like one big number. So some money goes in to one account that is transacting all the time and it funnels out into thousands of accounts that are, you know, and you have no way to track what's coming in or what's going out. Um, so if you use, I mean, Jesus Christ, I shouldn't be telling people how to launder Bitcoin. No, um, I mean, no, dude, it's a fucking, this is fucking, I assume this is public or, knowledge. This huh, is just yeah, my, this is all shit. No, uh, man, this like is like my math assumptions, um, based on, <laughs> on like what I know of the cryptography or whatever. But, uh, yeah, that's, does that does that even answer what you were talking about? No, yeah, I guess like I said, I don't know enough about the topic. I mean, I could probably like go do some research and come back with more questions, but just being on the spot, like um I know there was the uh the whole thing with, you know, I guess how the Silk Road guy got took down uh ordering all those hits in Bitcoin that ended up not being real hits, um, you know, and all that sort of thing and 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 you know, it is public knowledge that, you know, tons and tons of just drugs and sex trafficking and all this stuff happens in bitcoin so you know when you when you brought up that you were in web forensics you know you're pretty much on the other side of that you know you're one of the good guys and and you said you haven't dealt with bitcoin directly but i just wanted to know you know because you know there's, there's all kinds of talks around bitcoin and i'll say conversations i've had um it, it, it's it's confusing for just a, a regular person like me because people often wonder, you know, well, what can you do with this Bitcoin? What can't you do with this Bitcoin? You know, um, what, you know, value, you know, just, just all these different crazy things that have happened with Bitcoin. It kind of sometimes people think the coin itself is evil. Sometimes people think, you know, well, even if they had regular money, they do it, you know. So, I, you know, I'm sure that there's this ongoing battle in the cyber world trying to figure out how can we stop people from you know buying tons of heroin with bitcoin like <laughs> yeah it's you know the uh the only real point you have control over is the point at which it interacts with the actual economy right like that's the only point where you can 
where you can touch it is when when you convert from bitcoin to real money or real money to bitcoin those right. are like those transactions you can like try to try to track um because you know it's not really i don't know if, I, I assume the way you can not track that is with like massive cash transactions of bitcoin but that's like super sketchy and um yeah. and probably like not um not super done but bitcoin is just bitcoin is a interesting cryptographic way like uh, cryptographic just like um like meaning like ma mathematically complex um like safe secure uh way to transact a bunch of currency um and like the inherent the value of it is just like purely speculative right like yeah the only bitcoin reason doesn't any exist it's not real there's no yeah, I mean, no, it, it is it is like, you know, it, it exists in the same way software exists or in the same way music yeah. exists. Yeah. Um, it exists as as like as code um, or as like digital information. Um, but like it doesn't. Yeah, it has it has no intrinsic value. There's a bunch of people who are like very libertarian who are like it's free of government control. You know, it'll just like you can't inject money into it. You can't like there's no government manipulation of it. And I'm like okay is that good like what about when you want to inject a bunch of money into a system like yeah. if for example there's a pandemic and everyone cannot go to work like what if you want to inject a bunch of money in yeah. and your country runs on bitcoin like do you just not do it or do you store up tons and tons of cash or cash bit cash bitcoin reserves and like yeah. spend it into the bitcoin market like it's just I don't know. It seems like a it's 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 destiny is to always be this like black market um, transaction where yeah. they just like if everyone in the black market agrees that it has a certain value, they can black market transact all they want, and yeah. you know governments can you can't shut it down. You can make it illegal. You can shut down that those points where it touches the real economy, but you can't shut down the technology. It's yeah. not possible. You can't really um, stop what people are doing on the internet. Yeah. It's just distributed, right? Like it's, yeah. it's like trying to stop like torrenting and you just can't, it's yeah. not possible. And I guess it's, um, it's also with, I guess like any other stock or something, somebody would invest in with the Bitcoin. It, the value really comes from how many people are buying it and how many people have it, you know? And how scarce has it become? Yeah, and how many, how much those, all those people think it's worth, right? How much they're willing to 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 part with it for? Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that'll. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I can't predict. Mm -hmm. Like, I, it's so. I, I could tell that it was going to be big back in 2010. I could tell that there was like it was a cool thing and it was like a very uh, like a unique concept or a novel concept. Um, that i could tell but from here on out who knows man like if you have if china spins up their own cryptocurrency and makes it their like default currency that is transacted in a similar way like how uh how would uh that would very you know that could very well like cripple bitcoin because yeah. it's uh or like if some other country starts up one that's like cryptographically secure and like open source so it should, you can see that it, it you know they don't have some backdoor hidden in it um i don't know yeah and i think i think now and this may not be the current discussion around bitcoin but i think it soon will become the common discussion um 
because I when when cryptocurrency start, first started becoming a thing, like a popular thing, um, I see I see its benefits. I I do believe that at some point in time the globe is going to need a universal singular currency where we can because because with with global okay like and i don't know how much you know some people think i'm a conspiracy theorist and this sort of thing i don't know how political you want to get here but like uh with oil infinitely political you know um with with oil you know the u.s dollar in a in a very big way in a very literal way in a virtual way the value of the u.s dollar is based on how much oil is worth so in a way oil is its own global currency you know um I think countries have started straying away from this now in recent years, but in the past, you know, oil transactions were done in the dollar. Even if it was China and Russia trading oil, they did it in the U.S. dollar. They're leaning away from that now, which has an effect on our currency. So I think at some point in time, we, we need a global currency to regulate how much global trade is going on. But I think now it's a question of which one, um, because so many are emerging, and there's no, you know, with how volatile bitcoin is as much people say you want to know it's it's stable it's continuously gone up and gone up and gone up that doesn't we we all know that doesn't mean anything you know bitcoin there's no there's no reason to believe it would be stable in my opinion like i that seems crazy like you know it's literally like defined by people's whims like uh, it could lose all its value tomorrow and then doge is the new thing or whatever china comes up with like you said is is suddenly the new thing you know um, global currency doesn't seem viable to me it seems like it feels like we were nowhere close to that like the i feel like there'll, there'll always be the countries that are like with that have less stable currencies will always be following just whatever countries at the top which is you know us for right now yeah. used to be like whatever the british pound pound right and I imagine it'll probably be like the yuan in the future. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah something like that. But like, yeah, it's. Uh, do you? Uh, what's your? Do you want like a big one-world government? Is that your? Uh, is your, is I'm, that your ideal? I'm not saying I want it. I just say I. I uh, well, I, I can't even say I don't want it. Um, it. It's mixed emotions when it comes to the, uh, to the global government thing. Um. One sentiment of mine is um, I'm not looking forward to this dystopian socialist future that we're heading towards that is going to be one world government. But I do (laughs) see the necessity for a species that's growing at the pace of ours that if we don't have some form of singular regulation, some form of, uh, uh, I guess, global identity, you know, I feel like we're we're doomed as a species if we don't recognize that hey you know we can have one government and one set of rules and you know I'm not going to say one religion you know because I'm not you know people do what they want but at the same time that's you know you can't talk about coming together and then not also look at the real life stuff you know the political stuff the the uh, the, the you know the wars and the and the the resources and all that sort of thing you know the real question is how do you what what governmental system could you trust with global power capitalism that's the real question capitalism that's not a governmental system that's an economic system exactly but capitalism is a disaster there's there's no you can't just have unchecked capitalism is it that's yes absolutely well, well 
here's how I feel about it. This is this Capitalism. is great. This is great, by the way. I appreciate you. Yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah, right yeah. Now. But um, I'll, I'll say this, man. Uh-huh. A lot of the problems that we've run into in the 21st century do come from some form of you know some kind of unregulated capitalism we're not totally unregulated right now but you know uh american corporations know you know hey uh, china doesn't have as many labor laws let's go over there or this country doesn't have uh, environmental restrictions so let's set up shop there um so we're at a point now where you know we could easily transition into a system where the the corporations have all the power because they basically do they basically control our politicians and you know and just kind of fund whatever causes it is they want to fund your but, politicians huh yeah sorry go ahead Continue. no yeah but but with that it's it's um you know i do see opportunity in that you know i don't believe in a perfect world but i do see a world where you know this open market that we've created that is so chaotic has also allowed for a lot of opportunity and and for a lot of people around the world to be able to communicate and and reach out for things that they couldn't have before yeah no i that's certainly true but the uh so just to be i'm just cururious no yeah some, some, some boundaries are you arguing for like unregulated capitalism as the the as the like model for the global future I I think that capitalism is the rough draft, if that makes sense. Um, so 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 no Would to you answer your question. Like, to answer your question, yeah. no directly. I don't think we should have unregulated capitalism. You know, I don't agree with like sweatshops in Taiwan and shit like that. Um, but at the same time, I do. Um, you know, just. I don't, know, I don't know. I'm just going to answer your question there. Not not unregulated capitalism, but I, I think it's the rough draft, and I think it's it's yeah, it's the future. You know. I, See, in, in my mind, it's um, capitalism is like a uh, like a horse, right? That's like powered by greed and is totally, absolutely amoral and insane, and will go as fast as it can in the direction of greed, um, and our laws are like the rules that restrain it um and it it seems so clear that it is totally amoral like no if it is a thing that is legal for the or it is, not even if it is a thing that is legal if it is a thing that corporations can do and not be punished for or can do and be punished less than the reward they got for doing the illegal thing but they'll just like obviously do it you know the Um, the settlement is going to be less than what we make off of doing this yeah exactly if they're like hey we won't hire a lawyer we'll just pay a settlement fuck it exactly yeah we we you know we made 200 million dollars off this oil well it would cost us um 20 million dollars to clean it up 
or a $1 million fine. So we're just going to abandon it, pay the $1 yeah. million, million dollar fine, and save $19 million. Yeah. Um, and and say, you know, Nigeria. they're like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, or like, or every part of the planet. Like, yeah. There's yeah. nowhere, you know, there's not like some corner where capitalists are secretly like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to pay the $20 million just to be like good capitalists. Because like, that's not the rules of the game. The no. rules of the game is be greedy, right? Yeah. That's Max what they're profits. playing by. Max yeah. profits for the shareholder. Yeah. Exactly. But I think that you have to like you have to recognize that that's the game they're playing. They're playing be greedy. So if we're like, "Mm, maybe we don't regulate the environment that hard. It's like, well, they're going to take everything you don't regulate. Like that's their goal. Right. So the when when it's yeah, the I I certainly uh, I certainly agree that like capitalism has to be a part of, of whatever like this perfect global future is. But the part that I'm way less certain on is the political side. Like the the economic system, sure, some mixed market economy of like um, of, of capitalism with with you know socialism to like support healthcare and education and whatever, yeah. probably universal basic income. But what the hell does the political side look like? Like what's yeah. our you know, especially with no offense to the U.S. collapsing, like the it, it's just i'm not sure i see like a uh, a path out for democracy yeah and i and i'll it's, say this uh, i, I uh, think very very scary time yeah um i think um and and politically i guess to be more on track with what you originally asked me politically i can't tell you what governmental system i see for a one world governance type of situation because i think it's been made clear that once you get to a population of about 300 million people, democracy doesn't really work anymore. Um, the democratic republic that we have set up in the United States may have been great, you know, when we had 27 states and, you know, a population of a few million people. You know, everybody vote. You're not going to make everybody happy, but most people are happy. Cool, let's move on. But now we have 300 million people. We have more immigrants here than ever, which I'm all for because that's what America's about, you know. But you can't make everybody happy yeah. with this with this two party voting system that we have. I don't think that's I don't think it's the population though. I think uh, you guys had 300 million people in the 90s, uh, the early 90s, and your population, your your politics wasn't like this, right? I think this is like, I think what we're watching is like something new. Oh yeah, we didn't have like where... NAFTA. We didn't have global globalization in the 80s. We didn't, have, you know, we were definitely more focused on on the western side of the world before the 90s i think we're watching like i think we are i think the internet is doing something weird like is doing just weird things with human brains and like making it very very easy to group with people who believe the exact same thing politically as you i think we're more easily influenced now than ever yeah, but it's it's nuts to have like I, I, if yeah like how I, I like I don't know that it's the three hundred million person thing that is breaking democracy in the U.S. or if it's just like the democracy and free speech with the internet don't work like humans are too dumb they're they they can't differentiate between what's real and what's fake on the internet and so they end up believing all this fake stuff and they can't make intelligent like decisions or like rationally look at what is happening around them yeah um so like you know if that's the case how 
how do you say how how can how can you argue for global power be, being given to some some body that's governed by this this uh, you know this population that like clearly can't handle the responsibility? Yeah. Um, so you think you we know. should go the opposite way? No, oh. I don't know. But like you don't know. giving it, you know, <laughs> yeah, like well, like the, you know, when I'm talking mm-hmm. about this, like the 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 worst case scenario here is that the population is so dumb that they elect someone who is anti-democratic. That's like the worst case scenario I'm thinking about, right? Which is very possible. Right, totally. It's, as, as we're seeing, it's super, super possible, right? Yeah. Like you can have, in the US, you just had, you just you, you guys just had an election where like a president was like, this is a fake election and went to the courts like a hundred yeah. times. And the courts were like, that's definitely not true. Yeah. And he's like, it is true. And yeah. people are just like, believe it. That's it. <laughs> they just believe that's it. They, 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 like, that's enough for them. They're like, yeah, that's cool. I believe it. This is true. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, being from the United States, like the, the, the Trump just seems like too easy of a hot bu- button to push on my show. But like, yeah, I'm going to do it right quick with you. That right there. And, and I, I'm, I'm biracial. My father's African-American. My mother's Caucasian, you know, um, so that whole thing um and when it when it came to trump i was neither here nor there i never hated the man never loved him you know i don't really you know i can see like all right maybe this shouldn't be the president (laughs) but it was scary for me even as a black person i i love being an american dude you know what i'm saying like i'm not like one of these all like we're like fuck you know all that no like uh, but i just you know, I fucking love beer, you know, I love cigarettes, I love fast cars, you know, I love titties, you know, I love you like a, beer, you should come to Canada. Man, hey look, they they uh they bottle they bottle Anheuser Busch thirty minutes from my house, man. Budweiser, Bud Light, like Oh yeah. But uh, but but man, I feel like I should know that city. What is that? Like I wanna say Nashville? No, that's probably wrong, it's right? It's close. It's close. It's one state over. Really? I'm, from, we're, we're, I'm from North Carolina. We got okay, okay. we got Pepsi. Charlotte? We got Pepsi. Yeah, we got Charlotte. We got uh, RJR Tobacco. Nice. Yeah. Texas like. Pete. Yeah, all that. But Wait, uh, so but, is it actually Charlotte? Where where I'm from? Yeah. No, I'm not from Charlotte, but Charlotte is in North Carolina. Yes, I'm about an so, hour from Charlotte. Oh, okay, okay. You're just yeah. you, there. Isn't like some city that? Oh shit! Hang on. Yeah. My headphones are for the thing. So you can continue. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. But yeah, just what I was getting to with that. You You're know, an American. I, yeah, I love being a fucking American. And that was scary for me to see people who, under the guise of patriotism, under the guise of love for their country, were willing to try to upheave an election, not realizing how un-American and unpatriotic that is. Because to me, the whole spirit of America is... With, with democracy, you know, whether it works or not, you know, I was taught this in elementary school and shit, and I have pride in it. We all have the right to choose and get our voice heard, but sometimes you lose, you know, and and that's just what it is. Try again in four years. So to have a group of people who are supposed to be, you know, before now, not trying to stereotype anybody, but before now, the conservatives, the Republicans, they're the patriots, they're pro-military, they're pro uh, you know, government. They're pro all these all these American things. And then when an election happens that y'all are unhappy with, y'all storm the Capitol building, which is probably the most un-American. You go in the Capitol building and you fly a flag 
of a group of people that also tried to overthrow the United States government. And you're calling yourself patriots. That, that to me, is scary. You know, that, to me, is scary. And to think that you're right and that it's a very large political group of people that are going to be able to vote again in four years. And like you said, what if they do vote somebody in who is totally anti-democratic? They get in there and they say, you know, hey, maybe we shouldn't have another election. It may not fly, you know, but to see how close we got this time, because really what it is about is what the people want. And he convinced several thousand, maybe millions of people that the election was a fake and that they should overturn it and put him back in there by force. That's scary. Yeah. When you say, like, I, it's, uh, I wish it was just that small group of people. Like, if it were just that, that small group of people, cool, not so bad. But when you have him say, when you have him announcing, this election was fraudulent. It was fraudulent. I am announcing it was fraudulent. And just so everybody knows, I'm I'm sticking to that. It is fraudulent. And then you have Liz Cheney be like, hey, um, that's complete. That's just a lie. This is a lie. And she gets just like run out of her Republican Party position. Yeah. At for, that point, for, it's the it, it's the whole Republican Party that is now responsible. Like you, you are yeah. 100% culpable for, yeah. uh, for propagating this, like this direct, like explicitly anti-democratic lie. And yeah. it's, it's just like, it's horrific. I can't, I can't watch it. Like, it's so scary. Is what, it's, what is Canada's um, official it's, it's, political system? Not to cut you off, but are, are y'all Democratic, um, Republicans? Uh, we are a parliamentary democracy parliamentary um, democracy so we are yeah so we're similar to the u.s but not quite um it, it, it's we have like a parliament we're much closer to the, the uk than we are to the u.s yeah. okay um so we ha we have like parties that are elected to the parliament and um whichever party has the most votes they get to for or usually get to form a government and the leader of that party becomes the prime minister so okay. right now the liberal party is in power with uh justin trudeau as the prime minister. so instead of electing representatives you elect an entire party essentially we no we elect representatives that are part of a party and then that party uh raises their leader to prime minister if they okay. if they get the most votes okay so, I got you. yeah i got you yeah cool. so it's like uh one it's like the the the, the parliament has i don't know something like i want to say 350 representatives something like that um if, if, if i'm guessing yeah okay but yeah it were you know the the i feel like the corrosive aspects of the government are they they exist in our country but not to the same degree but i can see them growing um yeah hopefully at some point in my future in the few in my future i'll get like a chance to slap some of them down because uh -huh. they're really great yeah uh, that'd be really great because like money and politics is just such such obvious negative you know <clears throat> and it's and it's weird you know because because everything costs money you know even operating a country costs money so you have to bring in money from somewhere and i think that's where um our, our system fails to how can i say this What do you mean you have to bring in money from somewhere? Um, well, you know, just... You mean like the, you, 
the government needs to tax people. Well, not just the government needs to tax people, but, you know, even to, you know, say run for office, you know, that costs money, you know, or to open hospitals or to build roads or, you know, anything, anything in the political process is going to cost money. And that opens the door automatically for corruption, because like you said, now you've come, you know, you have two things that are kind of a bad mix, politics and money, but, you know, you kind of need the money. So where's the money going to come from? Well, whoever gives me the most, you know, that's probably where the politics are going to lean, you know, or whoever's willing to take the money, you know, and how can I, how can I say this? Because you mentioned before about the internet and I wanted to tag back on that um, and and just the failing of our political system. But I, I think in a, in a time like this where information is more available to the human race than it's ever been. You know, the internet's this brand new thing to us. We've, you know, our calendar has been counting for 2,000 years now. We've been around a lot longer than that, and we've never been able to sit and have a face-to-face conversation with somebody in another country, you know, until the last few years. And with that, I think it's great because we can pick up ideas and all these, you know, different things from around the world that we may not have taken into account and we can adapt those to our own lives and our own systems but in that you have people I think that they know they can take advantage of not only the ability to receive information but the ability to spread information and you know it's it, you know can you imagine if uh, if Stalin had the internet you know or if Hitler had the internet and was able to spread their propaganda machine to millions of people in a click instead of having to drop flyers and slowly work this system in there we can just get on the internet and say hey uh poor people are the bane of existence you know jews are the bane of existence you should and you know and you and you post up a vlog that's very convincing and looks very professional and now you have millions of people who are just on this wave you know yeah honestly like the most poisonous lie you, you can tell in a democracy is this democracy is fake that's the only that's a that's the only lie you have to spread, right? Yeah. If you just have citizens believing that their democracy isn't really a democracy, yeah. that's that is like the Achilles heel of democracy, right? That then then it doesn't work anymore. Then people no longer care about elections. Then people no longer care if if you have um, if you have governments who are overriding the results of elections because the election like the elections are fake anyways right who yeah, cares okay. like it, it's not a big deal if yeah like you know if you don't believe the election's real why would you care if someone overridden you want it to be overridden you don't believe yeah. that you know that the election results were true if so it, like if at that it were point, overridden you just get your your satisfaction like hi i told you so it is fucked yeah exactly so at that point you're no longer a democracy right so that's if you're if you have if i'm russia that's just like you know if i or if i'm some bad actor if i'm the stalin of modern day with with um with the internet that's like the poison pill that you can drop in every democracy right drop like a couple thousand chat bots in every country and like have them you know go into their local community um local community political groups and be like I saw people stuffing ballots. You know, I saw. I uh, well, you know, we all know that. You oh, know, well, you know, they saw people stuffing ballots all the time. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly, stuff like that. And just you say that all that you say that everywhere, and that's it. Then, then the country collapse. 
collapses, yeah. then there's no more democracy. And yeah. it's just, uh, that's, uh, it's, and, and I know you were somewhat Honestly, using a hypothetical the solution. A, say what? The solution is going to come from software. There's guy there. We need some kind of technological solution that allows us to, that allow that gives the global populace control of the governmental system in a way where they can verify that control and like prevent corruption right yeah. like if you imagine a bitcoin that is tied into a governmental system or into yeah. a voting system you where you can like see like that's the i feel like that's got to be the end game that that's the thing that that we need what, right what's so funny is that man I'll, I'll, i don't know if you listen to rap music at all but um, I listen to a lot Some. of J. Cole, and in one one of oh J. Cole's songs, dude, I listen to so much J. Cole. You know, he said, uh, he he said, in I think in the song Brackets, you know, I'm paying all, and I can't remember the exact lyric, but he said, uh, you know, I'm paying all these taxes. Why can't I do this from an app on my phone? Like, why can't I choose from an app on my phone where my tax money goes at this point? Like, if I want 100% of my tax revenue to go into education, that should be that's the best way to vote. Right. It seems like instead of me voting for a representative who will decide where my tax money goes, why can't I just say this quarter my tax money goes to this? And that's what you voted for, you know, yeah. but and that sounds like what you're talking about, you know? Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, that's you're, you are. We, we, ha, we are 100 percent have to get there. And the the answer to why why isn't that the case is because everyone who's in charge are just like old motherfuckers. They're just like yeah. old. They don't understand technology and the decisions that they make are stupid because they don't understand the technology behind them. And it's right. like in, in the same way that, you know, over the past 20 years, you and I have seen every major company be eaten alive by the internet because they couldn't keep up. Right. Like yeah. Walmart, whatever. They're just yeah. like, Walmart, like every every television network, every music company, they were just like trying to fight the technology the entire time. And it's it's I was always like, man, I wonder what what's causing that. Like I wonder why they're so bad at it. And the more I interact with the business world, the more clear it is that it's just like old people who are dumb and don't straight. understand technology. Yeah, they're yeah. just like old. They're old, man. And when someone's like, hey, people are going to be streaming music off their phone for sure within the next 10 years, they're like, no, nah, it isn't. We'll stop that from happening. And like, that's no, it. You won't. And it's, yeah. you know, some old idiot in a meeting making this decision. Um, yeah. And it's the same thing with this, with, with like, with government and whatnot. When you have like um, people, like government officials who do things like, push back against bills being published online and, and stuff yeah. like this where it's just like absolutely ludicrous like well, like what like this isn't even getting you anywhere this is just like a yeah. this is just a principle thing for you and you don't realize things are changing yeah, yeah. i hope i hope uh, i hope before i die that like my generation has fixed a lot of that um I, it, it seems like we're like on that track we'll yeah. see well, that's it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talking with Strangers. I really hope you enjoyed, and I hope you're back for the next episode. So, see you next time. Thanks.